So, wow. Okay, cool. So, turns out my recording studio for the podcasts are going to be dun 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 in the closet. <sighs> this is so weird. So, basically, what I'm going to have to do is record, post, and then I will be literally coming out of the closet after <laughs> after simply talking in a podcast about God. <laughs> kind of weird how that works out, isn't it? So, uh, I guess I should start off with a first kind of entry, just just a just a uh, a testimony a testimony of Josh Lee so i had a pretty good family life i uh how do i say this i i have really awesome parents my parents are amazing i love them so so much and they told me about god a lot when i was a kid i mean you know at the dinner table it's like let's pray before we eat um uh, during before bed, I would pray, and they would tell me to pray to God for a good night's rest, and pray for the family, and pray for other things. And you know, I I obeyed every now and then. <laughs> but God was, He was a part of my family, in you know, in one way or another. And you know, it took a little while, but we finally started attending a actual community, you know, church that, not community church, but a community-based church that, you know, it stressed fellowship and it stressed uh, being involved in the church. And I started seeing my parents and even myself becoming more involved in the church. And I was here at this church from about, I want to say like nine to 13 maybe maybe 12 13 ish but then there was a falling out in the church between the pastor and my father and a couple other people with the pastor and them and and we we ended up leaving but um leaving that church was it was an act of satan it really was um when i was 13 though I ended up going to a a um a youth night with a a Baptist church called Berean Baptist Church. A friend of mine from school invited me. And um I went and I I enjoyed the speaking and the games and the fun, but once the speaking started getting serious, I started hearing a lot about uh, Satan and hell and death. And let me tell you something, death was scary to hear about hell and when I die and I don't have Jesus, I'm going to hell. It was it was terrifying. I cried and I freaked out and I worried that my soul was going to burn for eternity. The thought of dying in a car accident on the way home from that youth activity or just dropping dead at that youth activity and my soul didn't have assurance of where I'd, I'd be. It was scary. It was really, really scary. So I, I cried and I cried and when he asked for people to respond to his message, you know, accept Jesus Christ as Lord. He asked for people with all their heads bowed, bowed and eyes closed. He asked for, for you know, those who felt like they needed to be saved to raise their hand. So I did, and I was taken to a back room with a uh, 
a, a teacher from my school actually um he was there he's a part of the church and he was helping out with the youth activity and he pulls me into a to a side room you know sits me down and says so what do you what, how do you feel right now what do you feel like god's telling you to do and i looked him in the eyes with teary red runny nose you know i said i, I want to be saved and he simply just smiles at me and you know said all right well this is a you thing but you need to pray in your heart to jesus and ask him to forgive you of your sin and ask him to come into your life so that's what i did and it was it wasn't that big and huge but at that moment it was huge in my life it was very awesome i felt i felt free forgiven and just redeemed you know, it was amazing but only like two weeks went by after my my salvation where I actually could be viewed on the outside and even on my inside uh, uh, that I was saved <laughs> you know two weeks go by and I look good but after the two weeks ran up I I wasn't doing good um, probably when I was about, I want to say 10 or maybe, yeah, maybe 10 or I think it might've even been nine years old. Um, pornography was introduced to me by accident. I was just on the internet looking for something completely opposite of what I found and I didn't know what it was, but I wanted to know. So I would, I would ask my parents what, what, you know, what is sex? And then they told me, and then I started looking it up more often and, and my body and my, and my, my, my hormones would race and my body would react to it. And I just didn't understand what it was, like why I was so addicted to it. But then once I found out some of my friends were into that too, and I started realizing the name of it was porn. It was it was addicting and I was into it from like 10 to the point like 11 was when I really realized what it was and some of the crazy stuff was and I was addicted to it from 11 until like 17 it was 17 and it was it was awful it was an addiction it it was an addiction and even after my salvation I was still involved in it after the two weeks were up I was still involved with it and it continued to corrupt my life I pursued relationships with girls where I seeked out of that relationship what I saw on the computer screen praise the Lord I never stumbled in that you know way where when I was alone with a girl I never had sex with her it just it never happened uh, I believe that was the Lord's intervention in my life just allowing him to work in the situations somehow just miraculously um you know most kids being alone with a girl in a room with the lights off parents oblivious of what's going on uh most most guys and i believe a lot of guys have you know succumbed to that situation and have you know given up their their virginity in that and their purity in that situation but the lord always got me out of it somehow and I don't know what it is. I just thank him so much for that because it wasn't until I started dating a girl who 
was just she's she was biblically sound uh scripturally just you know she loved the bible she loved god and spiritually she was on a level that i needed to be on she she knew jesus and all i knew was something about jesus because of my school i went to, i go to a christian school called victory baptist school and i've been having bible classes since i was in third grade and i know the bible but i didn't know the bible and i didn't know jesus i didn't i didn't gnosko him i just knew facts and, and information but after I started dating her and going out with her uh, and going to her church I started to have this feeling that there was something wrong with me and that was the addiction to pornography when I started realizing that Hannah was a different girl that she she wasn't the type of girl who wanted to have those kind of relationships that I was seeking in a girl something just clicked in my head and I was like maybe I should listen to what she's saying and the way she feels and acknowledge the fact that there's she's right there's something wrong about what we do you know or what I try to do to her and and you know it started affecting me so at her church there were multiple men that were uh a part of the church elders and my youth pastor and my pastor and they all have had an incredible influence in my life but two of them one of them I, I call him schmack daddy and the other is my youth pastor and they both played a huge part in getting me to confess my sin to my to my brethren and just allowing them to keep me accountable once accountability started and they knew my faith and then I said I, I have been saved and stuff and they were like okay well we're not seeing evidence of that so what's up what is wrong and and I didn't know I just couldn't figure it out but eventually my my mentor he he was he's an elder in the church smack daddy and he finally just looked me dead in the eyes and says Josh what are you seeking are you seeking yourself and your pleasures over God? And are you hoarding things to your soul, hoarding sin? Are you just not giving it up? Are you not letting it go? Are you not just giving it to God? The God who you claim to love so much, the God who you defile yourself on the internet in front of him, do you, do you really love this God? And it got me so emotionally wrecked. I, I had realized through his words that this is true. Uh, I am I'm not honoring him with my body. I'm not giving him my body. I'm not surrendering this sin. So right then and there on October, the month of October, on a uh, Wednesday, a Wednesday afternoon, I... I have it actually written down in a Bible. I need to go look at that and just keep that remembered day in my mind. But I do remember it was October on a Wednesday and I surrendered. I surrendered the sin. I surrendered myself and I surrendered my life to Christ. After I did that, I wanted to be baptized. So I was baptized and 
after that, it's just been an amazing journey. It's been a beautiful struggle. Just trying to keep myself accountable to my to my brethren, trying to pursue the Lord in everything I do. Um, since then, the Holy Spirit has really been working in my life. I'm reading the scripture every day. I, I've uh, felt called and moved to start a Bible study on Tuesday mornings at 6 o'clock with a bunch of the guys at my church and my youth group. And it's been good. We have guys who aren't even in the youth group, who aren't even in high school coming now. Um, and just the other day, uh, it was so cool. I'm just sitting there having the normal time, normal day. Uh, seven of the guys were there. And I'm just talking, sharing what God had laid on my heart to talk about that morning. And some, some guy walks up, interrupts us, and says, Look, I don't mean to interrupt guys, but, you know, I appreciate what you're doing. And the next time you meet, your Chick-fil-A is on me. So he puts down on the table a $50 gift card to Chick-fil-A. And let me tell you something, that was really cool. That was awesome. That was, that was amazing is what it was. It was just like, wow. That kind of love for, or show of love for what we're doing, it's so contradictory to what is being shown to Christians in the Middle East and in other areas of the world where persecution is so heavy and so heated. But I started doing this Bible study and then I started attending uh, more, or not just attending, but getting more involved in the church. My family eventually started coming, and now they're involved in the church. We're all partners with the Cross Loganville, our home church that my girlfriend Hannah invited me to first, and it's just been such a beautiful journey. And I'm seeing God move in my life to the point where now I'm pursuing Him in an intellectual level, but still I understand the way He works is not intellectually, it's spiritually, and it's it's through the soul not through the mind. The mind comes to know God because of how he affects the heart. Of course, we cannot comprehend God, but we can know God, and we can know about him, and we can know truths and facts about him, and then be able to give a defense of that in 1 Peter chapter 13, uh, or chapter 3, verse 15. Chapter 3, verse 15. It's, it's to give an apologia, a, def a, a defense for what I believe in, and I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. So, this has been my story. This has been my testimony. Um, the evidence of the Holy Spirit in my life today is is so overwhelming, and it makes me wonder, you know, was I ever really saved back on that one youth explosion, uh, youth activity? And, you know, I look back on that day, and I believe I was saved. I was saved then. I believe it. I just couldn't give up my sin. I just couldn't give it up. And once I finally gave that up, that's when I believe the Holy Spirit truly just encaptured my heart and my life and just dwelled inside me permanently. But um, it's been a good year and a half in full surrender. Uh, it's been good. And I'm, I'm thankful for the Lord putting a passion for apologetics and for, for a passion for theology and just continuing to grow in knowledge of Him. It's been, it's been amazing being able to just listen to all these extremely smart guys. And now all of a sudden I like reading books. 
I used to never like reading books and now I like to read books and I'm reading books that that talk about you know where we got the Bible that that'll allow me to defend the Bible's um, you know validity and also just books about the human condition about you know what's really wrong with us let's talk about spirituality like Donald Miller's blue like jazz I love that book awesome book um, right now on my reading list for books to buy off at Amazon I've got like 20 in there Ravi Zacharias and Josh Josh McDowell and and a bunch of others and I got my pastor's library at his house that I get to go to and pick a book off of there every now and then just to just to read uh, a book I'm waiting to read right now is called How We Got the Bible by Longfellow and it's it's going to be a good read I'm excited and I'm also just excited to see what God's going to continue to do in my life every day is a blessing from him because it's the day I woke up it's a day I get to just give to him again and a day that I get to pursue him in knowledge and in spirituality and in just just life. And that's just what I want to do for him. So I pray that, you know, those who hear this, even if it doesn't ever go out on a podcast, you know, I just pray that this impacts and leaves a good, clear message of sin, the sinner, justification of the sinner the sinner's failure to surrender sin the the influence of others that were godly and spiritually sound and involved in my life and then that sinner still the justified sinner surrendering that sin and saying god i don't want you to justify my sin i want you to continue to justify me and in that justification, I'm going to surrender to your sovereignty. And I'm going to pursue you, God, in my life every day. This is just the way a testimony is supposed to be. And this is, and I hope that this, is, this has been good. I mostly just wanted to sit in here and just talk and hear how this sounds inside of my closet, my new recording studio. <laughs> I'm just excited to see what God's going to do in this passion that I have, this desire to just speak, speak truth and speak life. God's been good, and he's still good, and he's still doing good. I just pray that I do well for him, that I continue to just honor him in my actions and in my, my life. And it's in Christ's name.